Hey, this is Henry from Boston Manor, and you're listening to Spinning Thoughts. Welcome to episode 107 of Spinning Thoughts. This is Angelo coming at ya. I want to thank you for those who stayed up late for the midnight premiere on Adobe Radio. It's every Thursday, and I've been saying this since, what, July when we joined the Adobe family. You know, every Thursday at midnight, I thank you every week for being up this late. And it, it's not easy. The older you get, the harder it is to stay up this late. So everybody, thank you so much for being here. If you're listening to this episode when it drops next uh, Monday, that's fine too. I just appreciate you being here. So everyone, thank you so much. Now, this band, the guy from this band that I have on for episode 107, I've been trying to get them on for a little while And it's not that they didn't want to. I'm sure that this was top priority for them, but they've just been busy. They're doing a lot of stuff. We're going to dive into some of this today. I'm stoked. I hope you all are. Everyone, say hello. We've got Henry from Boston Manor. Henry, what up, dude? Hey, man. How you doing? I'm feeling great. Uh, Where are you at right now? I know you're in the United States. I just uh, don't know exactly where you are. I know you're about to, what, have another show tonight? Yeah, yeah, I'm in Austin, Texas right now. We played Houston last night and made the drive, and we're playing Austin today. Yeehaw! And we have, I think, Dallas tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Now, by the way, I forgot to tell you this, Henry, uh, in our pre-recording talk. Feel free to swear, by the way. I always kind of say that. I swear a ton, and some bands are conditioned (laughs) to not. But I feel like the bands from the UK, you guys don't hold back anyway, so I feel like we're good to go. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so you're in Texas right now on, seriously, uh, an insane, an insanely awesome tour. We'll talk about this tour a little bit later in the episode. So, Henry, I want to actually kick off talking about uh, the band just celebrated the one-year anniversary of your most recent, your latest full-length, Be Nothing. It dropped in September, the very end, September 30th, I think, of 2016. Yeah, on, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's been making its rounds internationally. This thing is like really, uh, it's an album that a lot of people adore. So take a moment, Henry, look back on the past year that this album's been out to the public. Talk to me about what the experience has been like overall. I, I mean, it's been a crazy year, you know. Um, we, we were kind of talking about this the other day. But, um, I mean, the amount we've done in a year is, is pretty nuts because it was our first album. It was our uh, it was our first album, and um, it was it was kind of hard to. We went from kind of doing basically, I don't say nothing, but we weren't nearly as busy as we are <laughs> as we are now. Um, and it went from you know zero to a hundred really. So we kind of. Well, I mean, we we've been on tour all year. Is the long and short of it. We haven't really been home at all. I've been in America this year more than I've been at home, and. Uh, 
which is great. And and also, um, I mean, when we haven't been in America, we've been touring Europe and, and the UK, so and doing you know festivals and stuff. So it, it's been pretty um, pretty constant, really. So it, uh, and that's all off the back of that record. So so yeah, it's been it's been nice. Now, you know, you mentioned just how it went from like honestly like zero to a hundred out of nowhere. And before I started doing this this spinning thoughts show thing, you know, when I when I listen to music and I played in bands, obviously nothing big or else I probably wouldn't have a, a podcast or anything like that. But um it, you know, when I when I was playing music, I it is like so hard to like to even like play like a few shows, you know, and, and then you see bands like Boston Manor that are just picking up a lot of steam. You guys have been touring constantly. It's almost like I, sometimes you forget that bands are human beings because it's insane how much work you put in and how crazy and busy you are. Is it hard to like? Was it was it a hard transition to have it speed up that quickly? Uh, def- definitely. I mean, I mean, it, it was definitely wanted. So we were we were kind of we were, we were buzzing. You know, we were really happy to be to be just playing playing shows and tours constantly, and we still are. Um, I think. You hit the nail on the head there. Where you said that you know, I mean, the, the main thing is it's, it's like it is just physically demanding, you know. And, and I know that sounds it, it's obvious that it's physically demanding because you're just playing shows every day and on the road constantly. But um, I think it's it's when you get to the end of a year like this. You know, we we did Warp Tour. We came back and had two weeks off. <laughs> played played Reading and Leeds Festival in the UK, and then came straight back to the US to start doing some writing, and then and then go straight onto this tour. So, uh, and it's when you get to the kind of late in the year, that it, it's just sort of like, you just feel physically, you know, pretty, pretty burnt. Um, just, you can, I don't know, you feel it in your bones, you know, you just, you just kind of tired and, and it, it's, um, it does take it out of you, you know, it's, it, people aren't meant, meant to do this, you know, in, <laughs> in the seventies and the eighties and even the nineties, like bands wouldn't have to tour this, this, um, this rigorously because, you know, they made money uh on album sales which isn't really a thing anymore yeah. so the bands bands livelihoods rely on on constantly playing shows and and it's it, to be honest it's my favorite aspect of the band i i kind of i'm in this band to play shows I, I i love it way more than recording and 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 all that sort of stuff but um you know it, it's hard uh and it's, it's definitely hard i think people forget um i don't know people kind of forget that <laughs> the, the joke we always tell is, you know, you, you'll stay at somebody's house or something. They'll be like, "Dude, the band's here. Let's book a party." <laughs> and then you're like, uh, "You're like, no, I just want to get bed." Right? Yeah. You know, I've been, I've been on the road for, you know, we haven't had a day off in nine, nine, ten, eleven days, and we just want to get get some shit out. Dude, do, um, and don't you love it when? And, and I get that it's coming from a place of just wanting to see their favorite bands, but don't you love when when fans and whatnot? Uh, like when you post like a tour announcement, like your dates and they're like, Oh my God, you're not coming to, you know, whatever, whatever, <laughs> like Pennsylvania. And you're like, yo, yeah. we're playing like fucking 40 dates in the United States. Like we're trying our best. Like yeah. you can't be in two places <laughs> at once, you know? I've, I've definitely uh, talked about that on, on like Twitter and stuff a bunch of times. Yeah, it is. It, it's just kind of a bummer, but I think like you said, you know, it comes from a good place. Um, yeah. But like, so rec- recently I've just noticed, I was looking at Twitter yesterday and people are like, uh, when are you guys going to tour America with trophy eyes? And I was like, <laughs> that's all we've fucking done this year is tour America with trophy eyes. Like, yeah. where have you been for the past six yeah. months? You know, like, 
that's done already. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. Like, it can't be like a 365-day tour with the one band that you just want to see them with, especially after it, it happened. Be. I wish it could be, but yeah, that's, uh, that's the nature of the beast. It's, it's funny shit, man. All right, so I'm I'm digressing, but it's good conversation so far. So we're talking about the, the debut full-length then, Be Nothing. Now, um, look back on the like whole writing and recording process of this what's a memory or two that stick out to you it's kind of a blur really i mean i don't remember i do not remember really writing (laughs) a record because it was you know that's over two years ago now um we we recorded it at a place called the ranch in southampton um which is an interesting little studio we did the ep there as well um and it's like on a little farm kind of in the middle of nowhere and we recorded it in uh, in January, and it was uh, freezing cold. And it's it's a very strange place because it's kind of like it's a bit like camping, really. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like uh, you know it's got like a bunk room sort of thing, and the studios across this big courtyard, and then the kitchens across the other side of the courtyard, and it's uh, it's uh, if I'm honest, it's not the most comfortable studio to record in, really, but it's it's kind of cool. <laughs> Uh, and I remember we were just kind of hunkered down in this, in what felt like a bunker for, for a couple of weeks. And it, that's not a long time to record a record, you know, no. two weeks. So we, it, it was definitely, um, I don't know, it was, it was rushed to be perfectly honest with you. It was, uh, <laughs> it was, it was a battle to kind of get it, get it finished. But, uh, and then we went straight from there on tour. So it was, it was a bit of a blur of a month to be honest with you. Um, and I, <laughs> I can't really, really tell you any, uh, any standout what? things. It just feels like one, one crazy day. Yeah, and and Henry, that that's kind of a in, interesting point that you you mentioned. So you know, obviously you're the you're one of the dudes in Boston Manor. This is something that is your life. Like this is what you do. And then you have everyone else in the world that sees Boston Manor as a band, right? And they're not part of this thing. So there's some people that may just you know, have found Boston Manor or maybe they've been with you guys for a long time, but it's crazy. Like, I wonder, is it hard to look back and reflect on something like be nothing could be brand new to somebody today. Right. But for you, it's been something that like, not only did it drop a year ago, but fuck, you had to have been working on it for months and months prior to that. So this is something that's been part of your life for how much longer than everyone else. Is it tough to reflect on it like that? I think so, yeah, and um, and I think also, it. I, I hold that record very dear to me. It, it's I, I still like it a lot, and um, but it, it's another thing. You know, you're always you're always looking to record. You know, we're, we're working on album two right now, and um, and I'm so excited about that stuff. And and like I say, you know, we wrote that record two years ago, um, and but you know, you'll get someone who'll be like, you know, I just checked out that song Liker came on my Spotify, and I love it, and. Uh, and you're so thankful for that, and uh, and and it is it is weird because, um, and another thing we get we always kind of joke about is they're like, your best shit was that that first demo you did, man, and that's like the biggest backhanded compliment yeah. for a band ever. Like I used to do that to bands all the time as well, but that's kind of someone throwing their kind of like fanboy weight around. Of, you know, I'm like OG, which is cool. Like if you if you supported us from the beginning, that's amazing. But um, yeah. but it's almost like yeah, all the stuff you've been you know pouring your whole life into the last three or four years is not as good yeah. as that little thing that you did in your bedroom five years ago. You're kind of like, oh, fuck. But I fully agree. And I think it's kind of hard to see 
what you're in while you're in it. And so looking back is, is when you kind of kind of have time to, to reflect. And, and, and coming back to what I was saying about writing is, is, you know, now we've had, you know, a year since it's been out, two years since we wrote it. We can kind of look back as songwriters and analyze what we did wrong on the record and what we did right and, and, and you know, take that with us for, for the next record. All right, so, and I know that Boston Manor is going to be work. I don't, I don't have a lot of details, and that's probably intentional. I know Boston Manor is going to be looking to record and and hopefully release something here in 2018. We'll talk about that, or we'll try to talk about it as much as you can here <laughs> uh, soon. So we won't go there, but a few things that I just want to touch on. If you can again try to think back on "Be Nothing," just since it's the most recent release that we have, I I am curious. I like to know these things. What track? off of that album are you personally most proud of it's a tough one to i've been asked that a bunch of times it's a tough one to call that there's definitely i have my, my favorites and the ones that i'm not as as keen on um i don't <laughs> know because there's some songs that you're more emotionally attached to as a lyricist and then there's some songs you just think are better songs you know i really enjoy playing like burn you up on that on that record uh lead feet like a um, stuff like that. Broke, Broken Glass, I think, is the most interesting song on the record. Maybe that one. Um, I do, I do really like that. Um, that record. Now, um, uh, that song. Sorry. Uh, yeah, and with that, then I also like to know: Does that translate to the live performance? So the question now is: Is what is your favorite song? And I get that it changes. I these questions, I I try not to ask is a ton of cliche questions, but. You know, it's again another crazy dynamic. Is is you? How many interviews do you do, right? And not everybody that has seen any interview in the past is going to be listening to this one, right? So you have to kind of repeat things. But for a lot of people, it's the first time they've heard it. So, you know, what I want to know is, is what is the track then, or the song, I guess, that you like to perform live? Is it the same one that you feel you're most proud of from the like the studio? I think uh, I think Burn You Up's very fun to play live. It has a lot of energy in it. It it starts the record off and it, it's a nice kind of um, start to the uh, to the set as well. It kind of it kind of hits the ground running. So I like that, and and I also like playing Broken Glass because it's a um, it's a kind of softer song and it breaks the set up nicely and and it also gives me a bit of a breather. Yeah, <laughs> um, but it's, it's yeah. I I think probably those two are better to pick. Mike is always cool as well because just it, it's usually people's like favorite song. So yeah, and we end the set with it, and and you know it gets a bit nuts. So that's that's cool. Yeah, I'm sure that there's like a song or two with every band that they that's like the fan favorite, and you've played it so many times because of that that maybe you get a little bit sick of playing it. But then when you're on the stage and you see this fresh group of people out in front of you going fucking nuts to it, I'm sure it's it's the best thing in the world, right? Yeah, totally, man. Totally. It makes it all worth it. All right, so Henry, right now what I want to do is I want to play for everyone listening uh, a track off of this album, Be Nothing We've Been Talking About. You down with it? Yeah, man. Crack on. All right, so we're going to listen to Copper off the latest album, Be Nothing, from Boston Manor. Enjoy. Take us off the road Take off my sweater Cause the cold's in my bones 
So you just finished listening to Copper off the latest album, Be Nothing, from Boston Manor. Now, Henry, the band is currently, Boston Manor, you guys are currently on tour with, for me personally, some of my favorite bands right now. And obviously, you're on this show because I'm a fan of Boston Manor too. So you're on tour with Have Mercy, who's just fucking killing it. And then... You're also, they're riding with A Will Away, which is one of my favorite bands. I love those guys. Their That's album right, here man. again is fucking awesome. Ugh, so good. And then Can't Swim's just been, you know, they're slaying it. So you're, you're on this amazing tour here in the United States. It kicked off on October the 6th. It's going until November the 12th. So there's still time, everyone, for you to go out and see Boston Manor and company because it's it's just it's great company how's this run been going so far after i think it's like two weeks in henry how's it going it's a lot of fun man it's a lot of fun um we toured with a little way in carlson before um so it's really good to be out with those guys again uh and we're just kind of getting to know the, the have mercy guys so that's cool as well um and yeah the, the show's been the show's been cool man a lot a lot of energy like um yeah uh, a lot of fun really i mean it, it's cool to do this right off the back of warp tour are, are is it like i get again i know like being a band from the uk anytime you talk to somebody here in the states they're probably like yo what's it like to come into the united states you know and and to tour and i get it's it's yeah. different and everything but i'm actually just kind of curious more about like everything before the actual tour like is it much different for you personally not even just like the band but for you like to prepare to go internationally whether it's the united states or canada or whatever it is what is it like to get uh, ready for a tour like this it's a pain in the ass to be honest with you um <laughs> you've, you've got a you've got a fucking get the main thing is just getting the shit over it you've yeah. got to get all your you know we, we've got to get all guitars our drum breakables and stuff and every airline's different on its weight limit, and, yeah. and some airlines will, you know, you'll have like a uh, what they call it, a layover. And the airline, the first airline you take will be fine with the weight limit, and then the next airline will have a different weight limit, and <laughs> it, it, it's really annoying. Uh, also, you need to have a visa. Um, yeah. For uh, not a lot of people know this because if you get a visa, if you're American, you get a UK visa. It's like twenty bucks or something. I don't know. I could be wrong on that, but uh, it's not a lot of money. But in the UK, it's about uh, it's over a thousand dollars per person just to get a year's visa and, and to, to tour in the US. Yeah, it's really really expensive. Then we oh got to get flights God. over here and stuff. Yeah, it's, it's it's there's a reason why not a lot of the UK bands really really tour America a lot because it's really expensive and it's difficult to do. It's worth it. It's it's, it's fantastic, but it's um yeah and and you know mainland Europe we just get a ferry over there and and we we do that. Obviously, the UK is <laughs> really small, so it's. It's quite easy to do that. So it's definitely a different kettle of fish touring uh, tour America. But um, but it's great. And, and, you know, you're out here for a long time because it's a really big country. So um, you definitely, you get you get your money's worth, you know, when, when you're out here. So, um, but it but it is it is really different, you know. Um, everything from the kind of the, the driving around and, and the sort of, um, just, just the change in cultures because it's just a, a huge you know, part of the world to, to travel around in for, you know, two months or whatever it is. Now, the the other day, I got a, an advanced copy of this uh, tour journal. It's it's from Alex fucking Smith, the guy, the, more, the merch guy uh, with Sleep On It. I'm not sure if you're familiar. 
the, the band Sleep On is just fucking killing it right now. And they've got this merch guy, Alex fucking Smith is his name. And he's uh, releasing this book basically about, uh, I think it's his second one, that is talking about his whole experience of being with Sleep On It on their rise and, and things like that. And um, in this, he uh, talks a little bit about uh, how Sleep On It, at the beginning of their tour, it, it, like tries to introduce themselves to other the other bands, the support acts, things like that, and try to, you know, create like this camaraderie, this bond at the beginning of a tour. So I'm wondering... Henry, with you in Boston Manor, when you guys get on one of these tours, do you is there any approach that you have to like meet the other bands and to like create this bond? I feel like 2017, a lot of the touring bands that have been on these awesome tours, it seems like everyone's like really becoming friends, like not fake, like real. What's it been yeah, like for man, you? Yeah, uh, oh, totally. Like, um, it. I, I I think you know we're we're pretty friendly friendly bunch as a band and uh, <laughs> we we get on with with everyone really uh, as long as they're not a dickhead but we, uh, <laughs> we 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 get to you know day one you just you just go in there and you shake people's hands and you say hello and, and you just make the effort you know you have a beer with them and um, and you know I mean especially if you if you if you're on tour for you know however many like months and you know they have to be you have to be really incompatible and, and, you know, they have to be really shitty people to not, you know, get on with them a little bit. I mean, there's been bands that we've got on with better than others, but there's definitely, I don't, I can't recall anyone, maybe one band whose name I won't mention very, a long time ago that we just did not like, but for the most part, pretty much every band we've ever toured with has been, has been great. And, um, because I, I think that, uh, really asshole people don't, they can't really sustain touring like this because, you know they they've got to have four other people and or five other people or whatever in their band and yeah um, and you can't you can't put up with you know what I mean you can't you can't put up with people like that uh, forever so I I think uh, touring bands um, it's almost like a vetting process in itself just being in a touring band so so usually um, everyone's pretty chill so. Again, you guys are coming over from the UK. You're here in the United States. It's basically like a second home at this point. You've been here so much in 2017 and everything. Now, anytime I talk to any band, when they go on tour, I like to know certain things that are personal to them or that they just need to bring with them on tour. Now, I think it's even more special when, in my scenario, being here in the United States talking to an awesome band from the UK, you're going so much further away from home and really into a different culture. I mean, is it, what do you have to, what are a few things that you must bring with you on tour, like beyond the, like, the band stuff, like for you, is there anything that, like, has to come with you? Um... Well, I would say my Kindle, but I've actually not done any reading on this tour. But I, I try and read as as often as I can. Um, it's a bit it's a bit depressing, really. But to be honest, <laughs> it's your phones. I mean, you have you have that much on it now. Um, I bring my laptop, uh, and I because I need it for like some work stuff. But um, you know, I, I watch movies and shit. But I'm a big podcast guy, so I I try and listen to podcasts a lot. So again, that's, that's just your phone, really, and. Uh, and music and stuff but i don't know we we just hang out man like we, we spend a lot of the drives just chatting we're like it's a bit of a cliche but we're like best mates so we just we just enjoy each other's company we do we we do game a little bit we play some some board games sometimes we haven't done on this tour but we play games like um like resistance and secret hitler and we just we just found this game called citadel 
which we're just getting into now, which is a cool little board game. So we're going to maybe crack on with that a little bit more on this tour. So that, that kind of passes the time, but that's more like a green room thing than a, than a van drive thing. Yeah. <laughs> now you said you're a fan of podcasts. So I'm assuming Henry at this point, you're going to be like the number one fan of spinning thoughts, right? Absolutely. mate. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's that's what's up. I knew it. I knew I'd win you over. Now, again, we're still talking about this tour that you're on with Have Mercy, A Will Away, Can't Swim. When you get to a city, whether it's in the States or it's in the UK or wherever, sometimes there's some downtime. I know it's pretty hectic and you're not always on time, but is there anything you like to do or accomplish when you get to a city? Maybe it's one that you've visited before. You want to... Uh, go back to places that you've been to, or maybe it's a brand new city that you've never explored and you want to kind of check it out. Is there anything you like to do when you get to a city on tour? Yeah, I'm, I'm a big explorer. I, lo- I love kind of checking stuff out, and um, I tend to just just walk. Really, I mean, I um, usually I, I like Wikipedia to see if it's somewhere like I don't know anything about. I'll just kind of be like, what's this? You know, what's the vibe on this city? What's what is it? What's its you know what's its history? What does it do? And uh, and then I'll I'll just kind of I'll, I'll try and go for a walk. I mean, it depends what tour it is. I mean, I, I don't know if it's just a coincidence, but thus far on this tour, a lot of the venues have been kind of a little bit outside of the the kind of hub of the city. Sometimes, but sometimes I've been in like cool kind of arty districts. So that's been um, you know a, a place to explore. I mean, we played Charlotte and we were in oh I can't remember the name of it. It was like a it was like a kind of an arty neighborhood that was outside of the, the city center. But yeah, I just like to kind of walk around and, and, uh, and, and see if I can find some, some cool stuff. I mean, uh, like you say, you don't have a load of time, so it's not like you can really, uh, do all the touristy stuff. You know, we've been to New York city like once and we kind of tried to do as much as we could in like eight hours. Yeah. As touristy stuff as possible, but you know, how much of New York can you really cover in eight hours? You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's tough, but um, yeah, like we went to Nashville the other day and walked around. We've been there before, but we went and uh, saw that big Parthenon thing. You know, the big uh, oh, yeah. creation of the of the Parthenon. That was sick. Uh, and then you know we just went and got a coffee somewhere and came came back. So it's kind of like micro tourism, really. Now, from what I was I was looking up some some things on the band before we talked, just so I was up to speed. And I saw that Boston Manor. You guys got I think it was two headlining slots in this u.s run i I don't know if that's when have like if have mercy dropped off or or whatever it is but still nonetheless it's fucking exciting and i think a will away and can't swim are still on those dates with you the first one was in october right october 9th in jacksonville the next one is coming up november 6th in columbus ohio which is like a really bumping music scene right now so yeah columbus is sick Oh yeah, I mean that. There's some great bands coming out of there. Amazing venues. Uh, just overall, it's a great hub for music. So, how do these headlining slots get set up uh, in this scenario? Because you know, Have Mercy is is taking on that that headlining role, I believe, in in this scenario. How do you guys get a couple of these along the way? Well, it's usually just off days. So on the they'll send us the original tour route in, which will have you know X amount of off days. Um, and if, if it's not, a lot of the time the off days are kind of rooted as such for like driving days. So, um, you know, you, you're pretty much in the van for 12 hours just trying to get to the next show. But that's why there's a day <laughs> off. But sometimes, uh, yeah, which is a lot of fun. Uh, but sometimes <laughs> there's there's an off day where it's, you know, an actual day where you can chill where, you know, the next show's only, you know, what, 
five hours away and you can drive the day up. Uh, so in that scenario, you know, we wanted to just, we wanted to just kind of test the waters a bit. We've never headlined here. So we wanted to, um, to, you know, just book a couple of shows and, and cancel them in a little way we're down. So we, um, we, you know, we, we got a couple booked in. We were going to book, do another one in New York, but unfortunately that one fell through, uh, just scheduling issues. But, um, but yeah, so we did the Jacksonville show, which was a load of fun, man. It was, it, it was great, like a really good turnout and, and it was, it was wicked. And then we've got this one in Columbus, which I believe is selling well as well. Um, and yeah, it's, it's really great to be able to, to, you know, headline. I mean, we only, uh, we only came to America for the first time. 12 months ago so i think we put the work in and it's it's exciting it's it's really impressive it really really is it's impressive for any band Thanks, man. yeah for absolutely it really is to to be able to like really put your focus and your money and you're risking so much in your life to like even if you're touring in your own country and then here you guys are coming across the pond and you're doing it over here i just got a lot of respect i love talking to 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 any band on here because damn i mean you guys are just really you're putting your your entire life into what you're doing and so many people are enjoying it it's it's really it's amazing so uh, oh, cheers, mate. absolutely now henry w- with these headlining uh shows you had the one at the beginning of this month you've got the other one coming up here november the 6th in columbus ohio what changes uh, obviously the length i would assume of of your set so I, I, what changes for you guys is there a lot of thought that like is it like do you really do you, do you put a lot of focus into like man what are we going to do now that we have an extra 30 minutes or whatever it is how does it change for you guys when you get the headline i mean it, it's just we try and um we try and bring our all every set whether we're you know whether we're headlining or not and um and and it, it I don't know it, it might sound kind of weird to people who aren't aren't in bands but at the end of the day if we're supporting a band you know we're out there because we're trying to grow our career not theirs you know we're trying to we're trying to uh, win over as many fans as possible right. Right. we're trying to we're trying to bring our A game and we're trying to we're trying to be the we're, we're trying to play the best we can and and be the best band we can and um, and and so. And, and to be honest, we're trying to be the best band on the bill. That's, that's yeah. the, the end of it. Dude, you're so Playoff right. Life. There's nothing wrong with that, by the way. there That's what's great about the music scene right now is that there's really some healthy competition and it's being embraced. And that's a good thing. Yeah. I mean, I, at the end of the day, we live in a world where there's so many bands. So, you know, you've got a lot of competition and, and it's it's not about, you know, rivalry or, or trying to be like it's not like a, in the same way that there's competition in a sport but there's definitely you know you've got to push yourself and it's it's just like do you want to do you want to stand out in the crowd that's the main thing and um um so so i like to think that um yeah we do get a longer set and yeah we do get to kind of like make more of a feature of it but if you're coming to see us at a support show you're still getting as much bang for your buck as if you're coming to a headline show you know you just don't get to see as many songs yeah we're um we're still you know we're still giving it our all when we're uh when we're second or third on the bill or whatever it is. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. And I've actually, uh, so I have a couple official contributors for Spinning Thoughts that that do a lot of reviews and they write pieces in, in different things. And I actually, uh, I'm trying to remember right now, if t- I should have written this down because we were talking about this. I have two contributors here on Spinning Thoughts. One is Jasmine and the other, I want to say, is it? Taylor, I think it's Taylor. So the, the, Taylor is in Columbus, so she's obviously going to be seeing you guys on your headlining uh, spot. Awesome. And that, yeah, that's fantastic. That's on the sixth, and then Jasmine, I think, is going to see you in New York or New Jersey on the ninth. If you, I don't know if you can think of where you're going to be at at that time. But anyways, uh, 
the, the family here at Spinning Thoughts is a huge fan of Boston Manor, and they speak highly of you, and I'm a big fan myself. So um, anyone That's listening. That's great. Thanks, guys. Absolutely. And anyone listening, if you have the opportunity, this is something I actually like to say uh, when I can. Bands, especially like Boston Manor, I mean, coming from the U.K., they're traveling so far, leaving friends, leaving family. You know, if there's a show that's close to you, I'm talking like maybe within a couple hours, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to drive out and see them. Don't be afraid to go alone. These bands embrace you. They they want to see you. They want to hang out. They want you to enjoy what they're doing. So uh, meet them halfway sometimes. Check them out. Boston Manor, they're on tour right now with, honestly, one of the sickest lineups this year. You got Have Mercy, A Will Away, and Can't Swim. Henry, as we're winding down here, I just want to touch briefly on, I'm not familiar with this particular tour because I'm not over in your area, but I saw that you guys are going to be with the Amity Affliction in December for the Kerrang! 2017 tour. It's going to be in the UK and Ireland. So uh, talk to me about this. This is, this seems like awesome news. Yeah, it's huge, man. It's going to, it's going to be wicked. I mean, um, it's, it's a, it's a tour that's been going for quite a long time. Uh, you know, we we used to go to it when we were younger, and um, and it, it's great. You know, they they always put on um kind of eclectic mixed bills. I mean, obviously, if you've listened to both of us and the Amity Affliction, you know we're we're pretty different bands, but uh, <laughs> it, it kind of works because it's yeah, kind of works because it's it's like a that's the vibe. You know, it's it's a mixed bill. Um, the bands Vukovi and Casey are playing it great. Check them out if you haven't before. Um, and it's, it's going to be awesome. It's eight shows, I think. The, you know, big old rooms. It's going to be, it's going to be wicked. We're playing Ireland for the first time. We've never actually been there, so I'm really excited about that. I've, n- I've never even been, you know, as a, as a tourist. So, and it's right, you know, it's right on our doorstep. So, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, and yeah, it's, it's going to be sick. Um, it's, it's a nice way to round off a, a very one of the best years of, of our lives. You know, it's going to be, it's going to be great. That's awesome, man. So glad to hear. Whether it's within music or anything, like just to hear like someone else say that this has been the best year of their life. We all deserve. We all deserve to feel that. So I'm happy for you, brother. I'm absolutely. so. I'm so Thanks, glad. Man. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right. Now you you kind of you you kind of mentioned it, and you know I was going to mention it anyways, whether you did or not. You know, when I was setting up this interview, I was talking to. Your people, all right? You have people, and I was talking to them. <laughs> and, you know, I always kind of ask, you know, what's going on? I do my own research, right? But I like to know, is there anything going on that maybe I can't find or you want me to touch on? And your people just briefly, they briefly mentioned that Boston Manor is going to be uh, working on some new material that is ideally due to drop in 2018. So I don't know what you can tell me. But I, I want you to tell me what you can. What what can we expect in 2018 now that, that we've established this has been a badass 2017? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be even even bigger, even better. We'll, we'll be touring a lot next year. I mean, there's no change there. But yeah, no, we're, we're working on a new record. It will be out next year. Uh, it's definitely by far the best material we've ever written. Uh, I know bands always say that, but like legit, it's, it's great. We're really proud of it. We're really excited about it. Uh, we haven't recorded it yet, but it's it's you know it's happening. So um, we're not we're not going to say too much about it, but uh, <laughs> you know before before <laughs> before too long, there'll definitely be some some new music out and some uh, some information about about another record. So uh, keep your eyes peeled. All right, so Henry, I'm gonna just run su- run through some very 
they're going to be easy to answer. I don't like to be that guy that tries to make bands or you know say things that they're not supposed to or trip them up. I'm not. I'm not that kind of guy. I'm just going to ask some okay, general cool. questions about this that you should know, like whether or not you should like answer. So I'm just curious. We'll see what you know. It's so early in the stage, anyways. Like you said, you haven't even rec- recorded these. I was told right now you're writing and demoing it, right? Yeah, well, we have been. Yeah, we've been. To be fair, we are writing. Uh, we're writing constantly. You know, whenever we're off the road, we we kind of we we'll be together for two months, have a day off, and then just go and hang out and we'll write <laughs> songs. You know, like we're <laughs> we're always writing. But yeah, we uh, we've been writing. Um, we're we've been. We, I say we've been. We've already written loads and loads and loads and loads of songs. But we've we've kind of been uh, working with some people and and doing some really cool people. I'm excited to talk about. But can't yet. But um, yeah. But been yeah been been working on on some arrangements and some uh, some songs and uh, that's that's what we were doing before this tour in okay. uh, in America. So um, that's we haven't been recording anything, but we've been we've been kind of just doing some work. Right. The, this is all the proactive stuff that comes before the recording. So let me ask you this: What's the goal? Is the goal for this to be a full length or an EP? It'll be a full length. There we go. It'll definitely be a full length. Now, is there a track number in mind? We ten seems to be a standard, but you know, you see people trying to push for eleven or twelve. Do you ha- do you guys have a goal? Not really. We, I mean, at the end of the day, it depends on how many songs are good enough to make the record. We've written, <laughs> you know, well more more than, um, you know, we've written two, three albums worth of music. But it's just whether it's just it's just what songs fit the record, what songs do it justice, what songs are. You know, you turn the fat. It's like when you when you write a novel, you you know yeah. get all the mind vomit onto the page, and then you go back and refine and refine and refine. And how can I get to the point quicker? And 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 that's what we're doing with with our writing. And um and and yeah, and I mean, there's stuff we've written that that we love that we know isn't right for album two that we're just going to sit on until you know album three. If you know, right? If, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, it, it's just about what makes the most sense, really. But um. The stuff that we know is on the record, for sure, is, is I'm very, very excited about it. All right, and here's the last thing we're going to ask you about this, Henry, because, again, you know, I respect the process. There's so much time and effort and money and resources and people that go into creating this product for everyone that really it changes their life at times, music, you know, bands. And so, you know, I respect it. I'm not going to push any more on this, but here, here's what I want to know, and it's it's an it's an interesting way to kind of wrap up this interview. I think we're going to go full circle here. You know, we talked about okay. the la- <laughs> we we talked about the latest album from you guys, the the debut full length, uh, "Be Nothing," and you know, we talked about how it can be difficult to look back on those experiences because you know we just got the album a year ago, but you guys have been <laughs> working on it for how much you know prior to that. So we're in an interesting position here right now, you and I, Henry. Because Boston Manor is in that beginning stage for another album. So here's all I want to know from the best way that you can tell me is what's going to be the same and what's going to be different about uh, the, the debut be nothing and what you expect. Again, early stages so it can change. But what, what do you see happening in this evolution of Boston Manor from one, one album to the next? It, it, it's very hard to describe uh, music because also it's it's subjective, and also I I don't want to give anything away. You know, I I, I really don't want to. I don't want you to either. Much at all. 
all I'll say is that the the essence of what our band is is the same. So no matter what your taste in music is like, if you like our band, you'll like the record. But in its tone and in its delivery, it's 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 definitely I won't say drastically different, but significantly different. And it's it's um it's as a music fan, uh, I know I'm tooting my own horn here, but I think it's interesting music. Well, you so have that's, that's, you have me intrigued. It, really. You you have me intrigued. <laughs> that that's all you have yeah, to man, say. Keep, keep him peeled. Keep him peeled. I will. I will. And listen, Henry. Here's the deal, man. Uh, you know, how about when 2018 rolls around and and you guys are progressing through this process a little bit more? How about maybe you and I we get to talking a little bit more in detail when you're allowed to or even know more about this to share with everybody? What do you think? Absolutely, man. Just just you know, you say when and we'll we'll do it. All right, brother. I appreciate it. Now, before I let you go, Henry. And I want to thank you. I thanked you at the beginning, and I mean it, man. I yeah, get no how worries, busy man. you guys are. I appreciate your time. Before I let you go, is there anything else you'd like to add or to say to your fans? They're hopefully listening. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, thank thank you so much for supporting us. Um, you know, it, it really does mean the world. I mean, it, it's it's not a um, it's it's not a it's, you know. Oh fucking hell, I'm fluffing my words a bit. Thanks so <laughs> much for supporting us. Um, you know, people making the journey just to, to you know buy a ticket and, uh, and 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 actually watch us is is amazing enough. But we have very interactive and engaging fans, and they really get stuck in, and and that's amazing to see. And and you know, I I get it. I'm I'm a music fan. And I go to gigs as well, and sometimes you want to just chill. sometimes you can't bother going to the show. Sometimes you want to just chill. But our fans always you know get stuck in there, and that that's awesome. They support us, you know. They buy merch. They hang out. They share. The most importantly, they share our music with their friends, which is uh, which is the most the the most efficient way to share music. I think. I mean, like, are you going to listen to you know someone in a magazine saying if an album's good or not, or if your friend who you have a similar taste in music says, "Check this out," you know, you, you're gonna you're gonna listen to what they're saying, aren't you? So, uh, thanks for doing that. Um, please continue to support us. Come to a show. Um, Thanks for being patient. I know we're taking a little while with, with new music, but it's coming and it's going to be better than better than the last record. So uh, just stay tuned for that. Henry, I can't wait. And again, thank you for your time. Thank you for all the details on everything that we talked about today. I got to talk to you super quick off the air, so don't hang up. But everybody, help okay. me. Let's, you know, if you're at home, give a round of applause. That was awesome. Henry, thanks for being here for episode 107 of Spinning Thoughts. Uh, no worries, man. Thanks for the, thanks for the question. Once again, I want to thank Henry from Boston Manor for being with me here for episode 107 of Spinning Thoughts. I honestly have been waiting for this interview for a while, been trying to get them on. This band's very busy. All the bands that I have had on this show, honestly, I'm honored because they're busting their asses. They're seriously, they're grinding. They're busy as fuck. And the fact that they're giving me like 50 minutes of their time to really just talk and get to know them and to shed some more light on what they do, to me, I think it's one of the coolest damn things in the world. So thank you, Henry, for being on the show. Uh, Boston Manor's latest full length It's been out for right over a year So happy one year birthday To be nothing Now Henry said that in 2018 There's a new full length coming from Boston Manor So we gotta keep our eyes and ears open They're currently on tour with Have Mercy A Will Away and Can't Swim So if you can make it It would be wise 
for you to go to this show. And then they're going to be on the 2017 Kerrang! Tour with the Amity Affliction and uh, some other uh, bands as well that are pretty phenomenal. So get out, check out Boston Manor. Make sure you're checking us out on Twitter at Spin Thoughts. We also have a Facebook and Instagram. Follow us, find us, love us. You know, we'll, we'll love you back. I promise. Our website is thespinningthoughts.com. We have 10 contributors. I mentioned this last week. They're brand new, and they're doing fucking awesome, and they're putting out such amazing content. So hit them up. Talk to them on Twitter. Their emails. You can check out all their info on our website, thespinningthoughts.com. You can subscribe to the show for free on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, and more. And as you know, if you're listening right now to this Thursday midnight premiere on Adobe Radio, every Thursday at midnight on Adobe Radio, we premiere an episode. That episode then drops everywhere the following Monday. So thank you for being here, whether it's for the premiere or later on in the week. I love you all. I hope everybody's doing great. Until next time, everybody, make sure that you share music, spread love.